stunned by the news of Pastor Tim. I want you to know that we've had you in prayer in this church in prayer believe in God know that God is going to do great and mighty things in this place Amen Amen Hallelujah It's always good to have my wife with me We have uh, since we was here last we have had an addition to our family have a little grandson and uh, excited about being pops and that and glad he came with tail lights we can spoil him and send him home <laughs> hallelujah well I'm just excited to be here with you today believe God's going to do a great and mighty work here today I, I want to speak with you on the on this title, The Battle is Not Yours. How many of you know that us, me, plus all of you may not equal enough? But me or you plus God is always more than enough. Amen. Amen. God is always the majority. I found in ministry and through my life that no matter where I go, there would never be a dead end in my life. Because God will make a way where there seems to be no way. God will bring us through he will bring us through the valleys. Yes. He never sends anything to defeat you, Amen. but only to complete you. Yes. You can allow the things that the devil throws at you to become a stumbling block or a stepping stone. Amen? And I choose for them to be stepping stones. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. If you got your Bible, I want you to turn with me to 2 Chronicles, the 20th chapter. Just say amen when you get there. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. It says, and it came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them other besides the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, there cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on the side of Syria. And behold, they be in Hezron, Tamar, which is Angedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Now, I just want to—I want you to give you a little backstory on this. Jehoshaphat had became king, and he began to tear down the idols that had been set up. Yes. 
he began to take those things down. He began to set his face on seeking the Lord. And I, isn't it amazing how when we set our hearts on seeking the Lord, how the enemy will rise up and try to come against us. Yeah. And he always will come against us and bring, a, bring us to a place where it seems like we're looking at an impossible situation. But how many of you know that our God is bigger? Amen. Amen. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before a new court and said, O Lord God, our Father, art not thou God in heaven, and rulest not thou over the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thine hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Art thou not God, who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before the people of Israel and gavest it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever? Amen. And they dwell therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us as a sword of judgment or pestilence or famine, we stand before this house in thy presence, yes. for thy name is in this house. Yes. How many of you know the name of the Lord is in this house? Yes. And cry unto thee in, the, in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. He, what he's doing, he's going back and, and, and reminding the Lord of how Solomon, when he dedicated the temple, had said, Lord, when our enemy comes against us, you will hear our prayer. In other words, he was saying, if my people who are called by my name, yes. <laughs> if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. Then will I heal their land. Amen. Hallelujah. And it says, and behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came up out of Egypt, but they turned from them to destroy them not. And behold, I say, how they reward us to come and cast us out of thy possession which thou hast given us to inherit. Let me just tell you this. Sometimes God don't keep things from you. He keeps things for you. Amen. God don't keep things from you. He keeps things for you. Sometimes we need to see our own victory in our own lives. Sometimes we don't, we don't need somebody else to fight our battles for us. We need to see a battle that's coming to us that's an impossible battle. And we need to understand of the bigness of the God that we serve and realize that we're not putting our faith and trust in the strong arm of man. But we're putting our trust in the God that we serve and the God that we're connected to. And when we do that... We can turn aside and get us, get us a word from God. I'm not looking for a word from man that tell me I can win the battle. I'm looking for a, for a word from the almighty God that's telling me that I've been made more than a conqueror through Christ who strengthens me. God plus me is always more than enough. God plus you is always more than enough. 
I want to tell you this. that it, The Bible says that if, if we have the faith as a mustard seed, it doesn't say if we have the faith the size of a mustard seed. It says if we have the faith as a mustard seed. That just simply means that God placed a potential in a mustard seed. But He placed Himself in us, honey. And when we stand before the mountain, we don't have to worry about the mountain. We can know that God has given us the ability to speak to it and things have to move. They will shift. But what we have to do is set our face to seek the Lord. Too many times we see things that are mounted up against us and we try to get other people's opinions. And other people's opinions, as good as they are, are not enough. But when we are connected to God and we get along with Him, I, I serve a God whose Word cannot fail. If I can get the Word of God down inside of me, see, I don't need something that's going to just get barely get me through. I need something that's going to propel me over. I need something that's going to get me to the place to where I can see the miraculous move of God. And when we set our face to seek the Lord and get a word from Him. See, Jehoshaphat wasn't looking for somebody's opinion. He set himself to seek the Lord. Something that the church has got away from a lot of times is, is we want everybody's opinion about what we can do and what we can't do. No, honey, what we need is the Word of God because the Word of God will be there when everything else falls. And, and see, and, we need times that we set aside to fast. Fasting don't change God, it changes us. We need, we need to understand that we are people of power. God has placed His Spirit within us. It's impossible. It's impossible for somebody to have Jesus in their life and not change. And a lot of times we sit around and we wring our hands when we face with a tough situation. But I want you to understand that we're connected to a God who cannot fail. And what makes us think we're so special? He's going to start with us. Jehoshaphat set his face on seeking the Lord. Not only that, he brought all the people out. And he said, he began to talk to the Lord about how that Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir had come out. And he said, how they're rewarding us. They're trying to cast us out of our inheritance. Let me just tell you something. There ain't no devil in hell big enough to take away the inheritance that God has for his people. If we will stand on his word. The only place, the only way the enemy can take away from you the inheritance of God is if you give it to him. He says, oh, in verse 12, he says, oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that come against us. We must understand that we're no match for the schemes of the enemy within ourselves. We have not the ability to do, to overcome. But we know that we're connected to a God that is able to do more than enough. 
He says, no, neither do we know what to do. How many of you ever felt like that you was in the midst of a situation that you just did not know what to do? You had done, you had exhausted every avenue. You had tried to do everything. You didn't know what to do in this situation. But you knew that you was connected to a God that when you prayed, things will begin to happen. Things will begin to change. Hallelujah. He says, and all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Listen, we need our children exposed to the power and the presence of God. We don't need, we don't need the candy coat things. We need to experience things. We need to experience the presence of God. And it says, then upon, listen to this, then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Matthiah, uh, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation and said, hearken ye, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor be dismayed by reason of this great multitude for the battle is not yours but God's hallelujah it's not yours it's God's it says for tomorrow go uh, go ye down against them Behold, they come up by, by the cliff of Ziz, and you shall find them in the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeroram. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. <laughs> For he is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed tomorrow. Go out against them. For the Lord will be with you. Hallelujah. It's one thing to go out of the battle. But it's another thing to go out in the battle and know that God is with you. It's another thing to know that God's got you back. It's another thing to know that you've got a word from the Lord. It's so like David when he came into Ziglag and Ziglag had been burned with fire and everybody was cast down on David and blaming David for anything. But David decided to take off the spirit of heaviness and put on a garment of praise and he got before the Lord and he said, God, I don't need, to, I don't need people's opinion. I need your word. I need something for you to speak to me. I need you to tell me shall I pursue or shall I stay here? He said pursue for without fail you shall recover all. Not some not a little bit but all. And see, we've got to understand that when we get a word from God, that it doesn't matter what other people's opinion is. It doesn't matter if other people go with us or if other people stay behind. Because His word is enough. He will always bring you through. And he, when He says to go, if some go with you, that's good. But if none go with you, that's okay too. Because God's word still stands. He is not a man that He should lie. And only His promises are yes and Amen. So you don't have to worry. You don't have to fear. The battle's not yours. It's his. Jehoshaphat went out on the hill 
See, sometimes God just wants us to stand still and see the greatness of who He is. Sometimes God wants us to know just how big the thing is that He's about to do. See, and I believe Jehoshaphat must have had an understanding that God was wholly enthroned in the praises of Israel. Because God never told him to go out and praise him. He told him to go out and stand still. It was Jehoshaphat's idea to praise him. Because he understood that when he praised him, no matter what he felt in that moment, that God's presence is going to come down. And when he comes, he comes in everything that he has. He brings all of his majesty. He brings all of his glory. <laughs> and when he comes, the power of his spirit will always bring confusion to the camp of the enemy. And when he came, there was confusion that fell on Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir and they destroyed one another. See, some of you don't need to try to figure out the situation that you're in. You just need to learn how to praise God right in the midst of it. You need to learn how to glorify God right in the midst of it. Because as you glorify Him right in the midst of your problem, I'm telling you that God will show up and break confusion and destroy the works of the enemy. The battle's not yours, it's God's. And what God does for one, He will do for another. Yes, He will. Yes, He will. Amen. The battle's not yours, it's His. Some of you are facing some situations right now that you need God to move in. You need to realize sometimes, though you're no match. To the battle you're facing. The God that you serve is. And he's up for the battle. And he can take care of it. He has no problems with it. It's like our sister said here. He's not up in heaven wringing his hands. He's not worried. He's not pacing in the throne room. Wondering what he's going to do. He, he's, it's in his hands. And it's okay. Hallelujah. Let's all stand. Ephesians 1 tells us that Jesus is seated high above all principalities and powers and all those things have been placed underneath his feet. Ephesians 2 tells us that we're seated in heavenly places with him, which can only mean one thing. Everything he's placed underneath his feet, he's placed underneath ours. We need to start living there. Yes. Amen. Yes. The battle's not yours. It's God's. You cannot fail. The bend in the road is not the end of the road unless you fail to make a turn. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we praise you. We thank you right now, Lord Jesus, for your Holy Spirit in this place. Lord, I thank you for your presence and your glory. And Father, I just pray right now, Lord Jesus, for your spirit to move among your people here this morning, Lord God. For those that are facing battles, Lord God, for those that are standing before mountains, Lord God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that they begin to see and hear your word, Lord God, and begin to understand, Lord Jesus, that, that the battle that they face, as great as it may be, is no match for the God that we serve. We honor you and we praise you for it. Hallelujah. If you're here this morning and you've been facing a battle, you've been faced in a situation, I want you to come. We want to pray with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on.
I'm free.